Hello and welcome to Scary Bear, a horror movie podcast between partners. I'm Nine. And I'm Opal. And this week we watched Silent Hill. What's up, hillheads? (laughs) This is the 2006 Christoph Gans film starring Rada Mitchell, Sean Bean, and Lori Holden. But before we get to that, Opal, what have we been up to this week? This isn't the only video game movie that we watched this week, (laughs) it turns out. I forgot. I forgot until you just reminded me before we started recording that we saw... Yeah, we watched the Takashi Miike Ace Attorney movie. What a a movie. It is incredible, isn't it? Um, so we both like Ace Attorney. I've been a fan for a long, long time. Yeah, you introduced it to me like many things uh yeah. and we both really like it um we, we both also really think, like Takashi BK. yeah I think it's a great adaptation <laughs> it's really funny it's really funny um for whatever reason um they decided that they were gonna adapt Phoenix Wright really literally in terms of like I think that's the move though in terms of like the things that happened it's like very literal but then the tone is all over the place. <laughs> no, it's like a funny courtroom drama. Okay, but... <laughs> In, like, Bizarro World. Okay, but Phoenix Wright has, like, a very specific, like, very goofy tone. And this movie, I don't know if I would call it goofy exactly. I would. I absolutely would. It's, it's like, um... You know, it's doing Phoenix Wright, but I feel like it's just very, um like self-serious at points and like self-serious as a joke right yeah but that's not how ace attorney is yes it is (laughs) it absolutely is okay but you have to admit ace attorney and that movie have totally different tones maybe but i feel like it captures it really well i i really liked the overall effect i thought it was good uh it was just i i i felt the tonal shift there it was a little odd yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's because it's a live-action thing, and it's trying really hard to justify why the courts are like that, which never happens. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for, like, the giant, like, CGI screen to come down with, like, all of the crazy, like, mecha arms attached to it so they could present well, the court evidence. How else are they going to visualize whatever's <laughs> happening in Ace Attorney? Listen, it's a choice, and, like, it's very Takashi Miike, but it's just funny. I thought it was hilarious. I think it's an amazing adaptation. I'm a big fan. I um, felt like you needed to see it since you had played the games. I, I was kind of like bowled over by it, but I liked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also watched uh, The Innocence, the 2021, uh, is it? Norwegian. Norwegian film? No, okay. no relation to the 60s black and white turn of the screw special, which I also adore. Yeah. Um... This one was good, also. It was really good. Um, There are a lot of uh, sad children's Scandinavian movies that I would say are just really good movies, and this falls under that genre. Yeah, um, I like the movie. I feel like it's maybe not for me exactly. Like, parts of the um, things that they chose to be really explicit and parts of the, like, subject matter is a little... It... It's not done poorly by any means, but it kind of is very affecting to me. Um, 
Well, it's hard. The subject matter is very hard. I feel like if, if you've read a description of the movie at all, it is about children it, it's being about violent how children towards are, other children. Yeah, it's about how children are evil to each other. Absolutely. I feel like that is a very... Uh... And like the world around them at large, not even just other kids. Yeah, I I feel like it's something that people don't necessarily want to think about and it fills you with a lot of dread when you're, when you're watching the movie, but the... I think that's... I think it was very good. The thing for me is, like, I I do remember going through, like, that phase as a child where I realized that, like, other people are, like, people and you need to have, like, empathy for them. Um, And it's just, like, kind of hard for me to go there emotionally at times. So that made it kind of a tough movie for me. But I really liked what it was doing. Like, I don't know if it's a movie that I would necessarily go back to because it's not necessarily, like, an experience that I want to dwell on too much but it i think it was good at, at achieving what it set out to achieve yeah yeah it was really good uh i i had seen that floating around last year when it came out and people were saying it was really good so i was i was really excited to see that it came to shutter this past week yeah personally. yeah um we're, we're always like checking the new movies on shutter for like should we just watch this and yeah. i this was a good one yeah speaking of new movies i also really want to see barbarian yeah, um, we're probably going to see that in the next week or so. Yeah, uh, we talked about on our Nope cast, that was one of the trailers, and it was definitely the best looking one, and hearing people say that it was really good coming out of film festivals and stuff, I'm actually kind of intrigued by it, so I would be more than willing to go see that. Yeah, I- I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, Alright, should we should we get into our movie for this week? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a little a little bit of background on Silent Hill. Yeah, what, uh, I like last time since this is something that I kind of know more about. What do you know about Silent Hill objectively? Okay, so I knew of Silent Hill, but um, until I started dating you, I like didn't really know anything about it. <laughs> um, I would say um, you're a little bit more of a Silent Hill two fan than a Silent Hill 1 fan. I like all of them. I like the first three of uh, the trilogy sure. more than anything. Sure. The good ones. I feel like I I feel like by osmosis I've kind of picked up a good bit of Silent Hill 2, but Silent Hill 1, which this movie is kind of loosely based on with like bits from the other movies. Um It's it's probably because I haven't played that one. I know a lot about it, but it's one it was for the PS1 and the other ones are for the PS2, so I never really got my hands on it. Yeah, um, so I know a little bit less about Silent Hill 1. Um, Alright, here, here I'll, I'll list off my things that I know about Silent Hill. Uh, it's a creepy town in fog. Yeah. Uh, you usually play as a bumbling dude well. who has family trouble. Well. Uh, and there are monsters. Uh, we yeah. have we have a pyramid head plush and it's very cute. Oh yeah, <laughs> fan gamer just came out with those and it's uh it's very cute. Yeah, I enjoy having it. Yeah. Um, so I would say broad strokes like that's oh, oh and uh uh, Silent Hill is a metaphor for the trauma of the main character or whatever. Kind of. Kind of. In the first one, not as much. Right. It's more about well, Silent Hill one is more about Alyssa. As a character. Right. Than Henry. Henry is kind of a nobody. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, 
I, I assume most people kind of get the general premise of Silent Hill. Uh, somebody goes into this spooky abandoned town looking for a family member and is beset by monsters. Yeah. And there are key items and little puzzles and... Yeah, it's survival horror. <laughs> it's got those goofy little puzzles and everything, just like uh, Resident Evil, all of those. Oh, and I, uh, uh, I knew about the, the spaceship and the dog ending. <laughs> yeah, you, you, this is just proving that you know most about Silent Hill 2. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I feel like that's like the meme about Silent Hill 2, is the dog ending. Yeah, the dog ending. So, um, But with that, let's get into our main movie. Um... So we open on the actual video game music, which I thought was pretty cool. I actually forgot about how much of this movie is actually the video game music. It's all over this movie, which is and it's great. Kind of, it's it's really good. I, I have mixed feelings about it sometimes, just because movie music and game music are very different. Yeah, and some of the places and ways in which it's deployed are a little bit odd because game music it's more like it's atmospheric and it's meant to loop a lot while you explore an area or whatever right and movie music is kind of playing in motion with the scene in the action of the scene so right. it it feels very strange at times but i appreciate the soundtrack a lot yeah um and for the first of about 500 times in this movie <laughs> uh we hear the name sharon sharon i don't know why they changed it uh <laughs> Because the original is Cheryl. That's not like a weird name or anything. No, I don't. It's strange. <laughs> um, two parents are looking for their child who has uh, wandered off into the woods. Um, one of them is Sean Bean. One of them is Sean Bean and the other one is Rada Mitchell. Um, Sharon, they, uh, the, the mother, uh, finds Sharon like standing at the edge of a cliff and she's like about to fall off into like a waterfall cliff but also like why do they live there it's oddly like turns into like a pit um like part way <laughs> yeah through. they live next to a, a a yawning pit from the underworld <laughs> um uh sharon is like about to fall but uh rose the bomb grabs her just in time uh, and sharon is screaming silent hill you've woken up with me just like this several <laughs> times i'm sure not. I'm screaming Silent Hill in my sleep. Uh, meanwhile, the dad, uh, Sean Bean, almost gets fucking beaned by a semi-truck. Yeah, he's just, he is fucking booking it across a busy highway. Yeah. Um, apparently, um, the daughter has, like, this sleepwalking problem, which is, like, an ongoing problem. Um, she's been saying the name of the town, Silent Hill, a lot. Just like you. What? Just like you. Oh, my sleepwalking problems? Yeah. <laughs> I don't go around yelling, Silent Hill, or try to jump off cliffs, It's though. not that far off. Um, uh, like, the next day or something, they're, like, sitting under a tree, and Rose, the mom, says that they're gonna go visit Silent Hill. But, uh, Dad, a.k.a. Sean Bean, a.k.a. Christopher... They look like they're in, like, a Peter Jackson movie or something. Yeah, it's weird. They're just, like, all of a sudden in a meadow. <laughs> <laughs> they um, look like they're in the lovely bones. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to Silent Hill, but Dad's not coming with them. Um, we find out that Rose, like, didn't tell Christopher they were going. Um, he's, like, at work and calling her and is like, Rose, 
uh, from what i know about christopher i wouldn't tell him either (laughs) um he's like looking up stories about the the ghost town of silent hill which has lots of news yeah his slender man googling moment yeah um i wrote down here my initial questions yes number one can i answer any of these uh let's hold let's answer these at the end of the movie we'll return to these all right okay number one what is silent hill (laughs) <laughs> well number two why is sharon haunted uh, and then number three why does rose think going there will fix anything and that's it those are all my... those questions and more when you, <laughs> we return on scary bear so those three questions we'll get we'll go on with our summary and if we can answer all of those then i will be happy okay <laughs> if that's all you need to be happy that's it just my three questions okay um so uh so mother and daughter are on a on a little road trip uh sharon is drawing these weird pictures they're like a normal picture with a bunch of black scribbles over them um but she doesn't remember scribbling over them this is also post the ring by the way this is just in every (laughs) movie after the american the ring this is also uh maybe not this child actress's finest moment when she's like i don't think any of them are (laughs) When she's like, I don't like that, mommy. Who did that? Who did that? I don't like that, mommy. Who did this? <laughs> Who shot Hannibal? <laughs> um, they like stop at a gas station and uh, Rose's card gets declined at the gas station. This doesn't amount to anything. I don't know. I think her and Sean Bean are having a moment. I think they are having a trip. Because their house is crazy. But her card is getting declined at the gas station for, like, 40 bucks of gas. Anyway. Um, yeah, because he, he turned her card off. <laughs> a, a, yeah, because she stole their daughter. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, a lady cop shows up and asks if they need any help in a very menacing cop-like way. Um, she is a nosy Nancy. Just no, it's None of this is appropriate. Uh, Rose and Christopher are arguing over the phone. Uh... Christopher drops the line about Sharon, their daughter. Uh, she needs her medication. Um, we find out... She doesn't really seem to need it the rest of the time. We find out that uh, she's adopted and came from West Virginia, where Silent Hill is. Country Road. Is this a good time to mention that you're from West Virginia? I, I feel like I've only <laughs> mentioned it 500 times. <laughs> So I, I actually have a question here. Is yeah. Silent Hill from West Virginia in the games or just for the movie? No. This, so this is the thing. The first one says it's in Maine, which I don't believe for a second. It doesn't seem like a Maine town at all. Because 100% it looks and feels like Appalachia to me. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes through in the actual like filming. Uh, so do you like... Do you feel like a sense of connection to this movie? Because it's set in West Virginia and it's one of your favorite games. Um, not really. <laughs> but I do appreciate the weird details and how much it does look like little towns in that area in the middle of the mountains, I guess. All but right. it's it's not based on any town in West Virginia. It's based on a Pennsylvania Centralia. Town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Centralia? Because it is the inspiration from the, the writer of this movie for like yes, so what Silent Hill is. So you don't know what it actually is. No. You've never heard no. of it. It basically, it's a town in Pennsylvania. They explain in the movie basically exactly what happened to it. There was a big coal fire, and a bunch of toxic gases came up, and the, the town is basically sinking. Um, 
and eight people live there and it's still sinking it's still burning so okay. it's a whole thing yeah um interesting commentary on the decay of america i guess but that doesn't really come into the movie so much as much as like the decay of this town no i think uh the town is plenty enough commentary on that for what <laughs> little help they actually got from <laughs> pennsylvania but anyway um so a uh, lady cop is pursuing them and pulls them over um rose decides she's just gonna get into a car chase here <laughs> yeah, she, this woman is crazy um they like blow through a chain fence and the ra- uh, the radio starts like blaring static um they almost run over a creepy girl who's like slowly crossing the street uh which causes them to kind of swerve and crash that could be a raccoon <laughs> <laughs> um uh they pass out and when they wake up uh sharon is gone and we're in the beginning scene from the video game. Uh, the car is, like, crashed, and they're in this, like, fog uh, road, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's just the opening. No complaints so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rose uh, follows the road into Silent Hill, uh, which appears to be abandoned. Also, it's, like, raining ash, which is, like, a weird touch, I guess. I mean, that happens in the game. Yeah. It's um, just kind of a... It's a vibe. Yeah. It's drugs. <laughs> um rose sees a girl who looks like uh sharon so she runs off and chases after her down into an abandoned bu- and a, excuse me an abandoned building uh the building is like semi flooded it's like dripping it also doesn't make any like physical sense like spatially like it's like she's descended into like another dimension basically uh there are a lot of buildings and set pieces that don't make a lot of physical dimensional sense in a lot of ways but that also could be intentional the game is kind of like that in some ways but yeah there are a bunch of like dutch angles here which felt very like the silent hill kind of like third person camera view here as she's like walking through the building um she's like chasing this girl through this building and uh comes upon like a flayed looking dude who's like strung up along a fence uh, and a weird little gray monster guy creeps up behind her and kind of chases her. Yeah. Uh, a bunch more appear, and they're, like, tearing at her clothes, and they're, like, chasing her into another room. She, like, falls down and screams, uh, and then they all kind of disintegrate, uh, and she passes out again. Yeah. These are these are monsters in the games. Yeah. I know some of the monsters in this aren't really from the games exactly, but these ones are pretty cool. Um... I think there's only one that's not in the games, but the rest of them are from Silent Hill 2. Okay. The, the, these ones are actually from the first one, but normally they would be in, like, the school. I think they just wanted to use them here because, you know, creepy. Yeah, I mean, the monsters in, like, the beginning of Silent Hill 1 are kind of all over the place. Um, yeah, I I want to talk about the monsters kind of on a case-by-case basis as <laughs> we kind of encounter them, but I do want to say... It is a choice. I do think the monster direction is a little bit more inspired in Silent Hill 2 because the, the monsters in Silent Hill 1 are kind of like weird pterodactyls and big bugs and stuff. And like but I think dogs that, also. I think that would also be kind of fun, <laughs> personally. But I have I have my feelings. Yeah, it's a, it's a decision for sure. Um, 
Rose wakes up and Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash is playing on a jukebox. And she- Mo- okay, <laughs> motherfuckers love to use this song in any movie that has anything to do with fire. They they love that. They and you know it. what? I kind of love it too. This <laughs> <laughs> is a good song. You're, you're right. You're listen, right. I'll listen to like the chorus of Ring of Fire like any time. That's fine. She's like, oh, it's, this has just happened to me. It's a good time. That's uh, for you. She... <laughs> She's also in, like, a new room, sort of. Um, it's like a diner. She, again, runs through the, like, abandoned town, which is back in its kind of, like, foggy state. Um, she eventually comes to, like, the edge of the world, where it looks like somebody just, like, broke off the world map halfway through town. Yeah, because uh, we can't make the town go on forever. We can't render that far. <laughs> um here, she's uh, confronted by a creepy woman who speaks only in cryptic messages, who tells Rose, uh, they deceived me. We lost all of our children. And she talks about her daughter, Alessa. Um, when Rose shows her a picture of Sharon, she tries to take it from her, saying, it's mine! It's mine! And Rose runs off. I, I love this thing that they do in movies where they try to make a normal, attractive actress look really kind of like downtrodden and ugly by just putting dust and hair on her like the sweeney todd woman is like that yeah they just cover her face in like hair and makeup and are like look she's so ugly now no (laughs) she looks fine uh cut back to christopher who's looking for hit the fam uh a local mechanic tells him that uh, silent hill is closed off due to a coal fire and it's still burning under there and it releases toxic fumes if you're there too long. Yeah. Um, back to Rose. She's again yelling, Sharon! Which, by the way, if you haven't been keeping up, she's been doing this the entire time so far. Uh, every scene basically starts off with a Sharon in every okay. location. That's not that far off from the game. Okay, Henry starts every <laughs> sentence with, have you seen a little girl? Short, black hair. She's around seven years old. He says this like five times to everyone he meets. Uh, Rose makes it back to her car and tries to call Christopher. Um, the car won't start, and the call goes to Chris's voicemail. Um, right at that moment, the lady cop, whose name is Sybil, shows up and <laughs> tries to arrest Rose. Um, she like puts her in handcuffs. Um, Sybil also got knocked out uh, on the way to Silent Hill, kind of chasing after Rose. Um, She decides they're simply going to walk out of there. She has like this Halloween costume sexy lady cop uniform. For real, it's like perfectly form-fitting and everything. I feel like like I'm about to watch like a lesbian porno now. Cut to Chris, who like gets Rose's message, but it's all garbled. Um... He, like, comes upon the gate that Rose, like, drove through, and there's, like, a police investigation going on. Uh, Apparently, Rose and Sybil have both gone missing, and they found their cars, but nothing else. Um, This is where we kind of realize that some timey-wimeyness has definitely gone on. This is when I'm realizing that Sean Bean is in this movie too fucking much, (laughs) and I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. His character doesn't matter. We'll talk about it a little bit more in the research portion, but he is just... I didn't remember him at all. I didn't remember he was in the movie. I thought this was an all-woman cast, legitimately. It almost was. It almost... That's all I remember from it. I don't remember him at all. So let's just bring it up. The original script was an all-woman cast, um, 
but it turns out the note from the studio is like you got to have some guys in it. I'm going to I'm going to go on a wild guess. I don't think it's for feminism reasons. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so. I I think like change. so in Silent Hill 1 the main character is Henry, uh who's like a dad. You play as a dad. Yes. Um and me not knowing anything about this movie, all I knew about it was like Sean Bean's in it. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, Sean Bean must be, like, Henry, the dad Could who's going through. Could you imagine, though? I was thinking <laughs> of that the entire time. What if you just made Sean Bean Henry? It would be so good. Yeah, I mean, that's what I expected, right? Is, like, Sean Bean's going through hell, basically, looking for his daughter. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a good time. But, no, he's, like, no! this extra character. Who, no, ma'am, we're not. <laughs> who never does anything. Um, All because of this, like, weird production note and the fact that they wanted a woman main character i guess no i i read because he interprets henry's role as motherly (laughs) because a dad can't just be worried about his daughter that's female shit (laughs) yeah it's um also i have my theories based on the way that women are treated (laughs) in these movies (laughs) it's um it's interesting so uh where were we um Okay, so Sybil tells Rose that uh, there is, like, an attempted child murder years ago, and that's why she doesn't, like, trust people driving through town with weird kids, I guess, and why she's just arresting this woman. This doesn't really turn out to be anything. It's weird, like, you It's keep... not related to Silent Hill anything. It's not, like, a hidden thing for fans or anything. This is just random. You keep thinking this, like, attempted child murder is gonna, like, come up and, like, somebody's gonna be, like, an important character or something, and, no. like, no. It's no. just not in there. Um, but when they try to leave the town, they come upon, like, another weird break in the world map, and they, they can't escape. Yeah. Um. Render distance doesn't go that far. That's why we have the fog, anyway. A cop-brained lady decides, oh, we're just gonna turn back and go back into the town. Uh, but they're quickly accosted by a new creature. Um, this one is, like, a silhouette of, uh, imagine, like, a silhouette of a guy in a straitjacket, basically, but all, like, freaky. Uh, like they don't have any features and just kind of wander around and they have like weird stuff that like drips off of them that burns everything yeah um so this is a silent hill 2 enemy it's like the main enemy you fight in the beginning of the game it's called a lying figure and apparently he was designed the animation was designed after the designer saw his producer friend walking in a hoodie in a cool way (laughs) 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 That, that is the quote oh man it's cool guy I'm just imagining what that looks like to, for this writhing creature to be like his friend walking in a, in a, in a cool way. <laughs> it's cool, guy. Uh, I, I love I love the Masahiro Ito quotes. I've got so many of them. Uh, so Sybil uh, decides to shoot it, uh, but more start to kind of show up and close in, so Rose makes a run for it. Um she follows a series of bus stop signs, which all appear to be the same sign, uh, to get to the elementary school. I'm not sure why she had to check every single one of these. Um, she should have picked up the map. It's <laughs> exactly. right in her inventory. Exactly. Uh, the school is, like, dilapidated and abandoned. Um, Rose uh, starts to search for Sharon. She does find a few key items here. Yeah, she, uh, does, she does pick up some key items. She finds the key ring and the flashlight. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the item pickup sound. Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Chris and the cops roll up into town, but it's in, like, its daytime form. Um, we learned that we couldn't even find half the bodies from the coal fire. This is a weird decision, because not only is there, like, an other world in Silent Hill where it kind of, like, turns dark and everything turns eviler, I guess, but there's, like, this other other world that they, like, can't interact with people in, like, the normal world. Yeah, it's... In, like, this weird the others type twist bullshit. It's weird. There's, like, four Silent Hills in this movie. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) There's, like, real Silent Hill in the present day. There's, like, the 1970s Silent Hill that we see in flashbacks. There's foggy Silent Hill, and then there's, like, grimdark monster-filled Silent Hill, and they're just, like, all layered on top of each other, and, like, it's very, it's a very weird choice to Throwing do. up my hands, I guess. <laughs> um, back in uh, the school, Rose is pursued by uh, some dudes in, like, gas masks, um, it's like minor gear and they have like a little canary with them yeah she flees into an abandoned classroom um she finds handprints and like the ash that's on top of one of the school desks and finds uh books with alessa's name on it uh, along with graffiti of witch on the desk stinky um, she picks up am. <laughs> that's right um she, like, spots the, the girl she's been chasing after again and, like, runs upstairs into the bathrooms. Um, there's, like, the sound of a girl crying in one of the stalls, so she opens it and finds a body that's, like, strewn up with chicken wire. Um, this this is an encounter from the first game, but they make it into something that I'm not sure is entirely necessary. Because now when you see that body in like the first game you're just gonna think it's some pederast named colin (laughs) this this comes up later but um how stupid it's very strange uh it's just like a freaky body for from what we know now uh there's writing on the wall that says dare you dare you double dare you um which rose interprets as reaching into the monster's mouth where there's a new key item yeah yeah um she gets uh, trapped in the bathroom by the monsters who look like Gordon Freeman. <laughs> You're just saying that because they have crowbars. You said it while we were watching the movie. Maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> um, they get scared off when the caged canary they have with them starts chirping. and the town. I don't, uh, I don't know why they need this. Yeah, because the town alarm immediately starts to yeah, go off. Yeah, there's a big siren that goes off. Uh, and right when this happens, like, the walls start, like, decaying really fast or, like, turning to ash or something. Um, it looks like a PS2 game. A little bit, yeah. Um, the body from the bathroom stall kind of, like, crawls out and animates and kind of crawls after Rose. Um, and the building kind of starts to, like, rot around it. Um, very. This is, like, very PS2 game. Um, this is the only original, like, monster design for the movie. Yeah, um, it, it's kind of freaky looking. It's like a... It, it's a little Clive Barker-ish, I yeah. think. I'll give it that. I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, Rose, once again, just kind of takes off uh, as bugs start pouring out of the walls. Oh, uh, yeah. They're like eating... We're in the mummy, baby. <laughs> they're like eating the Gordon Freeman guys also. Um, Rose ends up in like this weird room where... Alessa is, like, sitting at a desk, like, scribbling over a drawing, uh, and she falls into, like, a pit. Uh, 
she like gets knocked out uh, and when she wakes up she's confronted by pyramid head i have a lot to say he's not supposed to be in this one i have a lot to fucking say uh do you want to do it here or do you want to wait till the end of the movie because he doesn't really do anything (laughs) no not really let's glaze over and we can come back to like the overall like changes later on Okay, 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 fine. I'll I'll hold my fucking tongue. <laughs> um, Anyone who knows Silent Hill anyway, anything knows what I'm going to say, so whatever. <laughs> so this scene is, like, intercut with Chris and, like, his cop buddy he's with who's uh, searching for, her, for uh, Rose. Um, Chris can, like, tell Rose is in the room. He's like, I feel her. I smell her perfume. <laughs> She's stinky. <laughs> She's stinky. Um... Rose kind of just collapses in despair, but is saved from the bugs by Sybil, who's back for some reason. Um, they kind of hole up in this room, um, and Sybil removes Rose's handcuffs, but uh, Pyramid Head attacks them through the locked door. He, like, stabs through it with his big, like, sword cleaver that he has. Um, <laughs> Sybil shoots him in the arm, and then... Didn't work. He just decides, like, ah oh, man... Not worth it anymore. And, work. and like leaves and all of the like bugs that were pouring into the room just like disintegrate. He's got a big swole arm though. Oh yeah. Um Rose reveals that the key item she found earlier was part of a hotel room key. So they decide to head to the hotel to search for Sharon. Uh Chris is led out of the town by the cop, as they haven't found anything. Um, but he feels like there's more to this story. Uh he calls the county records, but they can't access that information. I need something to do, goddammit. <laughs> uh, Fully yelling at someone over the phone for who real? is just doing their job. Uh, Won't be the first time. Won't well, be the last. It's not clear if it's like he's being... Uh, I mean, I think the thing they're trying to say is that the town is like covering up what happened in Silent Hill a little bit. No. <laughs> From later on, I think he is just a belligerent person and he yells at service workers. I mean... All of the people in... If you make his sandwich wrong, God help you. <laughs> All of the people in, like, the, the town outside of Silent Hill are, like, from Silent Hill from before the disaster and are, like, very upset by anyone digging into the stuff that's going on and, like, are kind of keeping him at arm's length from it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. This is why I say, like, <laughs> I, is it just that he's belligerent? Or is, we'll like, bring it up again later, but why? <laughs> uh, the girls, TM, uh, come upon Anna, who's uh, another woman. Uh, she's beefing with Dahlia, uh, the the creepy lady we, we met earlier. Um, she's not a good actress. Yeah, Anna delivers some lines here. Uh, she Real goes, uh, clunkers. She was cast out. Not even the darkness wants her. Sinners deserve to lose their spawn. <laughs> it's, um... I think you laughed at that one. It's real bad. Um, but uh, she tells them that apparently there's, like, a little community holed up in the church. Um, based on some clues, uh, they decide to go investigate room 111. Cut back to Chris again, for some reason. Why? <laughs> 
I hate it. Where he uh, breaks into the archives in search of some more information. Um, he finds like some boxes labeled Silent Hill Police Records, where he finds a... They're out in the open. Yeah. He, he stakes them. He finds a school picture of a girl named Alessa who looks just like uh, Sharon. I don't know why he picks his file specifically. Unclear. He just has a sense for it. Um... Back to the ladies who find out that uh, the founders of Silent Hill were witch hunters trying to stop the apocalypse. Based on, uh, or sorry, behind an old painting, they find room 111. uh, And there's like a hole in the wall uh, into the building next door um, where Rose finds Alessa, who is like crying creepily in the corner and then lights herself on fire and disappears. She does like a new metal head tilt and <laughs> delivers something really bad and disappears. Yeah. Um, immediately after this, some birds get spooked and Anna says, we have to leave. The darkness is coming. The darkness is coming. Uh, and they flee to the church um, where the alarm is sounding from. Uh, a bunch of people just come out of oh, the woodworks. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, okay. There are too many fucking people in Silent Hill. There's like 200 people I living know. in this church. Why? <laughs> um, Dahlia, uh, Alessa's mom from earlier, is like, hey, you shouldn't hang out with those people. They're whack. Uh, <laughs> and everything around them kind of fades to black as we go into spooky world. Um pyramid head shows up uh it seemed almost like dahlia summons him (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he's a pokemon uh and we get probably the coolest like (laughs) kill in this movie where he just like grabs anna and like rips her skin off it's pretty good (laughs) okay that's the one thing for this movie i can accept Uh, is that woman get her skin (laughs) thrown off while he's just standing sexily (laughs) Um, the, the ladies flee into the church where they meet Christabella, who is like the matron. Um, she like leads the congregation in a spooky prayer. This is when, you know, this movie has some stuff to say about (laughs) religion. Uh, Chris, so, okay, uh, one, one for... (laughs) Uh, the nine millionth time we cut back to Chris. I this movie flips back and forth so many times. It was when you're saying it out loud, it felt like it. Yeah, it's it just they keep going back and forth. I'm like, um, God, this idiot again. <laughs> um, he's at the town orphanage where he's asking for information on Sharon. Um, the the he physically accosts a nun. <laughs> the nun who's like not giving him any information that she clearly knows about Silent Hill. For some reason. Uh, Why? Uh, the cop shows up to arrest him for breaking into the archive earlier. I think um, it's deserved. He is manhandling <laughs> this woman. Uh, the cop tells Chris that Alessa um, was like, something happened with her 30 years ago. Uh, he also says, you just can't control God or the devil's justice. Uh-huh. I don't, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's. Uh, maybe something later. I don't know. Uh, cut back to Christabella, who tells everyone that, uh, the demon at the center of the darkness knows where Rose's daughter is, uh, but nobody's ever returned from there. This is the point where this just isn't Silent Hill anymore. As soon as this woman comes in. <laughs> uh, the line, mother is God in the eyes of a child is dropped here. Agenda. Uh, 
Next, the uh, church members suit up into their Gordon Freeman outfits and escort them to the hospital where the demon is. And they tell Rose to memorize the map of the hospital. Um, and she does. <laughs> yeah, she, and she does. We get a scene of her doing that. Um, right as they're about to kind of see Rose and Sybil off into the heart of the building, um, Christabella, like, reaches into her pocket and is like, oh, hey, this, like, locket one of our people took from you. You can have it back now. But then she, like, glances down at it and is like, oh, my God, that's Alessa's picture. They're witches. We got to kill them. Um, and Sybil, like, wards them off as uh, Rose descends into this crazy elevator ride. Which, I, how uh, big is this hospital? Which, again, like, breaks, like, any time-space ideas you possibly I, th- I think I said at this point that it looked like a Twisted Pictures movie was starting. <laughs> um, and we see Sybil getting beaten up, presumably to death. But we'll put a pit in that for later. She's not. Um... Inside the hospital, Rose is attacked by nurse monsters. Um, This one is really silly because right as she's like about to go into the elevator, one of the Gordon Freeman guys gives her a lantern and is like, oh, the monsters are attracted by light, but you'll need it to see anything. That's a lie. So (laughs) she's she like sees these nurse monsters and she's like got her lantern out and then she turns the lantern off and they all like deactivate and just like freeze like they don't know what to do anymore and she starts kind of like creeping by them <laughs> but she like accidentally bumps into one of them and then it like stabs they, do, they the... have a stabbing party yeah they, they have like a malfunction where they all start like stabbing each other i i have something to say about these two okay so, so these are the silent hill two nurses right but there are nurses in silent hill one uh-huh i don't know why they didn't use those <laughs> Because these are the sexy James version nurses. <laughs> these are... Because he has issues with women, which says a lot about Alyssa. I don't think they were, they were meaning to say. <laughs> um, so uh, Rose a- enters a-, a room of all light. Um, she's greeted by Alyssa, who says, congratulations, you did it. Your reward is the truth. And uh, I The ha- truth is... Very stupid. So before I get into it, I have to say that up until this point, uh, besides the James, or sorry, besides the Chris stuff, I was kind of enjoying this movie. <laughs> I was kind of like, all right, you know, like uh, the scenes of like, it's okay. the scenes of them wandering it's around okay. the town are all right. Some of the monsters are okay. Like I kind of get where <laughs> what they're going with and everything. Um, it, it was like a, a C plus movie to me up until this point. Then (laughs) they get into this monologue. Um, So we get a montage uh, plus voiceover of Alessa who tells Rose that... This is all very bad child acting, by the way. Imagine it in that voice. Yeah, this is really important because it's a lot of talking that she cannot do. (laughs) Um, So basically the short version is um, the people of Silent Hill are part of a church cult that um, sacrifice sinners to retain purity. And they thought for some reason that Alessa was a witch. So they uh, burned her to death, but the burning to death went wrong. uh, And she turned into like a blackened, like half alive corpse. You're not going to mention that they put her on the grill like a little hot dog. (laughs) And the grill spills over and spills the hot coals everywhere. Um, (laughs) 
And for some reason, they take her to the hospital where she fucks up a nurse real bad. Uh, this is a real character, too, but she's not a character. <laughs> not a this. character in this. Um, basically, at this point, uh, Alessa welcomes in the embodiment of hate into her to curse the town. And the embodiment of hate is like dark Alessa, who uh, Rose has been chasing after this whole time. Um, dark Alessa says that uh, they hid the good part of Alessa outside of Silent Hill in the form of Sharon. But now it's time to get revenge. And so, that's a good thing. So uh, she says that Rose has to help. And Rose is like, why would I help? And she's like, well, the church is going to kill Sharon if you don't help. So what she says is, you're going to help me get revenge on them. And then she like gives her a little hug. And she like phases <laughs> into Rose. Uh, because she says that the church will let Rose in, but won't let Alessa in. The, the actor playing Rose said this little girl actor is one of her favorite actors. <laughs> I want you to sit on that. All right. Um, cut to the church who find uh, Sharon with Dahlia for some reason and are like, we're going to kidnap her so that we can sacrifice her. Didn't this girl need medications? <laughs> um, cut once more to Chris. God damn it. Who is uh, leaving the town, uh, but tells the cop he's going to come back with people who know what they're doing. What is the point? <laughs> what is the fucking point of doing this? Um, the church prepares to sacrifice Sharon, and it turns out Sybil is still alive. Um, but just so that we can see her slowly burn to death. Uh, yeah, in Witchfinder general fashion. <laughs> um, Rose shows up to have a big confrontation with the congregation, um... And she says, very self-righteously, like, she really believes this, that uh, they're the real sinners, and et cetera, et cetera. And you, you killed an innocent girl, and you, you blackened the heart of an innocent. Uh, <laughs> Christabella is like, fuck you, and stabs her in the chest and calls her a blasphemer. I, I don't know what she expected. <laughs> yeah, was she suspecting all of the people in the church would be like, damn... Valid points. I yeah, guess we are I in mean, a cult. I mean, Sybil was also like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, you think you can talk to them when you're on the pyre? <laughs> um, at this point, all of the lights in the church go out, and the floor, like, opens up, and, uh... She starts spilling goop. <laughs> yeah, she starts spilling, like, burning blood uh, into the floor, which, like, disintegrates. Uh, and Christabel is like, what have you done? You've let the darkness in. So be it. <laughs> Uh, at this point, Rose's chest wound magically heals, and sicko organ music starts playing. Uh, Alessa rises up out of the floor with a bunch of, like, barbed wire tendrils, which shoot out and grab everyone, and impale Christabella through the, the pussy. In the vagina. Her yonic death. Uh, then they split her down the middle. Uh, Dahlia, at this point, is like, dang, what's got you so fucked up? As if she wasn't there for all of that. Okay, but you see why I don't think the characters are female for feminist reasons. <laughs> um, and the tendrils start, like, grabbing and killing everyone. Um, Rose just sort of, like, comforts Sharon. And then they fall asleep. And they wake up in the abandoned church. And they say bye to Dahlia, who's still there for some reason. Mommy killed all those people. <laughs> and then they leave the town. Um... 
They go back to the car, which starts and just drive off uh, through the edge of the world, which is now a road. Uh, but they're still in the fog world, and they're separate from Chris, who's sleepy on the couch, and they can't see him. Um, yeah. As Silent Hill 2 music plays, and we fade to the credits. Boo, we hate your <laughs> pussy. So, so... So... Or your questions answered. <laughs> All right. So to return to my three questions, let's go through them one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My three initial questions, like 15 minutes into the movie. Question number one. What is Silent Hill? Whatever you want to be, baby. <laughs> okay. So I feel like we kind of got this one answered. It's a town that had a disaster happen because of a cult. In the, the logic of the movie. In the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Why is Sharon haunted? Okay, I think this one we're good also. Uh-huh. Because Sharon is haunted by Alessa, the girl who was burned at the stake because the people of Silent Hill thought she was a witch, but who survived and cursed the town and plunged it into darkness. Yeah. Okay. Question number three. Why does Rose think bringing Sharon to Silent Hill will fix anything? <laughs> I think the jury's out on this one. I think we're two for three on the questions. And so I can't quite say I'm happy. No. Because this doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um, you know, uh, again, I, I really have to say, like, first, like, two-thirds of this movie, I was like, all right, okay, you know? A fine video game horror movie adaptation. Those are mostly pretty bad. I felt like... Okay, the standard is very low. I felt like some of the cinematography was good. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with the Sean Bean character, but maybe he'll have, like, a moment later on in the movie. He didn't. And then it plunged into, like, this, like, religion is evil and witches thing. And it was like, what are we doing anymore? Um, and just, like, exposition dumping through the worst actor in the whole cast. <laughs> Except for maybe Anna, who's really bad. Um, oh, I don't know. Rose is uh, a little bad, too. Yeah, um, this is maybe a good time to, to talk about that. So, uh, so I mostly know Rada Mitchell from Pitch Black, a movie that I've seen <laughs> inexplicably, like, five or six times. I've seen it a couple times. Uh, and that was, like... I don't know why anybody saw that movie and was like, you know what? I bet she could carry the emotional weight of this one. <laughs> there are other actresses that auditioned for the part. Rada Mitchell is the character that, like, in Pitch Black, uh, nobody remembers because, like, even the Chronicles of Riddick lore have, like, thrown her out. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. Um, so, yeah, you know, I thought this was going to be a Sean Bean movie. Um, Maybe it should have been. You know... Because you can't just say he was in it for five minutes. They kept bringing him back. Yeah, but, like, it never amounted to anything. Like, it didn't go anywhere. The only reason to, like, have There was him... no reason for him to be there. There was no I reason. I think the reason that he's there is because in the ending of Silent Hill, Henry and Sybil get together. And we can't have that if they're both women. Because <laughs> that's just... It's not right. Women should be married to men, don't you know? I think he's in the movie because the producers were like, no men are in this movie. You have to write a man into this movie. And then... That too. They did that, but didn't let it impact any of the plot. 
No, he's in the background <laughs> doing whatever. And, like, Sean Bean is fresh off of Lord of the Rings. That's, like, three <laughs> years before this. And from 2004 to 2007, this man did 11 movies. I, I know it's probably not an easy get. He was a hot commodity. Uh, funny, Funnily enough, one of those movies is The Dark, which is a horror movie where he plays a father who is searching for his lost daughter. That's all I have to say. <laughs> So, ultimately, um, you know, kind of an issue. Um, where to start with this one? So, it was... Uh, the acting's bad. Act- I think we've summed that up the very act- well. The acting's bad. I think, um, you know, there's quite a bit of the writing that's a mess. Basically, the entire ending and then all of the uh, dad Chris portion. Um, Something about this tells me that... Yeah, the director likes Silent Hill, but he didn't want to make a Silent Hill movie. He wanted to make his movie <laughs> about religion and motherhood or whatever. Maybe this is a good time to talk about it because, uh, so Christoph Gantz, the director, uh-huh. his previous movie was <laughs> Brotherhood of, of the, the Wolf, <laughs> which is a movie uh, you and I saw this year. Yes, uh, yes. We kind of liked it. Um, <laughs> it was, I would it say, was a crazy movie. if I had to say... This isn't his first movie that's absolutely insane, loosely based on something else, both literally and also completely not. Um, and apparently he was trying to get the rights to this movie for like five years. Uh, and he finally got it when he sent in like a video to Konami explaining why he liked Silent Hill so much and they should let him direct the movie. Uh, which is why they optioned it to him instead of other people who also don't, wanted to don't make get me wrong. a Silent Hill movie. I can tell that he likes Silent Hill. But I don't think he put any of that into the movie. Yeah, um, it's very strange because I guess initially the movie he wanted to make was a Silent Hill 2 adaptation. That'd be so much better! And then I guess the reason he went to this was because he felt like there wasn't a good way to explain what the town of Silent Hill was. You don't. Which you don't have to. You don't have to do. And I think this movie uh, kind of mires itself down too much in trying to explain the town of Silent Hill. Oh, completely. Hill. Because Silent Hill doesn't even do that. Yeah. I mean, basically the whole third act is like justifying to you why Silent Hill exists. And it's like, I don't need that, you know? Because Silent Hill in its purest form is just like, yeah, it's a town. People don't live here anymore. Shit happens. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, it was like... Yeah, it's a place where the manifestation of, like, your worst fears, like, come out and, like, you're trapped in there and it's kind of like purgatory and you have to battle your demons or whatever. But, like, this whole (laughs) church plotline really was, like, not the best. No, it has nothing to do with anything, really, except it has some things it wants to say about... I don't know, 1700s Puritans? (laughs) It's really odd. Um, Which there is just a faction of in the middle of West Virginia. Yeah, very strange. Uh, And and everyone's covering it up. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's also like a cover-up. Again, why? Yeah, because it's not like some crazy government thing happened that, like, destroyed the town. No, it was literally a witch. Witches were real, and they destroyed the town. (laughs) 
it's just it's it's so beyond it's so not what any of Silent Hill is and I don't know why it went that direction because you could have played it completely straight and it would have been totally fine let's talk because I feel like the beginning of the movie is fine it basically follows the plot line and it's it's as good as it gets. That, that's basically what I meant when I said, like, I was enjoying, like, the first bit of this movie. Like, let, let's talk about what Silent Hill is. Uh, so it's a pretty successful video game series. No. Like, maybe one of the most successful video game series ever. Arguably. That's hard. Well. Like, in terms of, uh, a lot of people very highly regard the Silent Hill franchise. I'll yes. Put it that way. Um... Famously, it was made by Team Silent, uh, who all kind of hated working for Konami. No way. No, I've never <laughs> heard that about Konami before. Um, and I guess they kind of, like, ignored all of the notes from Konami and just tried to make, like, a good piece of art instead of something that would sell well. And that's how we got Silent Hill 1. Yeah, of course. You can completely <laughs> tell. 100%. And then, you know, this movie, like, has enough momentum behind it that, like, it made $100 million in the box office with a $50 million budget, making it one of the most successful video game adaptations into a movie, like, ever. I mean, they're never good, right? No. Is the thing. Well, a lot of people do hold this up as, like, quote-unquote, the good one. But I think we saw the good one when we saw Ace <laughs> Attorney by Takashi Miike. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know about that. Maybe. Uh... You're crazy. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, maybe this is a good time to get into, like, some of the weirdness in this. Like, why is Pyramid Head here? And, like, they're doing kind of Silent Hill 1, but, like, the main they changed the main character. And, like, I think it, they would have been better off just doing Silent Hill 1. I, like and I not said, bringing all the Sean other stuff Bean into is it. Henry. Yeah. Just, it's right there. Just do Silent Hill 1, play it straight, have Sean Bean be Henry. And I think this is a good movie. And Pyramid Head is the whole thing. Listen, you can find entire dissertations about this online that I'm just going to repeat verbatim here. Pyramid Head is from Silent Hill 2. He's a very personal monster manifestation for, like, James Sunderland, the character. He doesn't belong anywhere else. And I think this movie kind of started its downfall of just putting Pyramid Head in everything. Because... The later games kind of borrow this design and this concept for him. Yeah, and I feel like um, he's just become like the meme of Silent Hill 2 or of Silent Hill the franchise a little bit. It's completely wrong. The guy who designed him and made him completely regrets it. Like he he loves his creation, but just does not like it used that way. And I completely know. I, I completely understand what he means, because they've completely bastardized it beyond it, what its supposed meaning was supposed to be. I mean, we talked about how, like, in Silent Hill 2, the whole idea is, like, all the monsters are, like, manifestations of the main character, and it's, like, him fighting his demons and stuff like that. And like, Yeah, Pyramid Head is James's desire for punishment, basically, over uh, his own actions. I won't go into that here. I'm not going to spoil the entirety of Silent Hill 2, but... It's a personal thing to that character. Yeah. Whereas, like, the only monster that we get that is, like, a personification of anything is the one that they made up. Uh, we didn't bring this up in the summary, <laughs> but... Uh, Trigger warning, I guess. Yeah, like, 
when when uh Alessa is like explaining how like evil the town is, uh there's like a very surface level implied like sexual assault by like this janitor character who's like the monster in the bathroom and like I don't know why you needed to do that. Yeah, like this little girl hasn't suffered enough being endlessly immortal of like a burn victim and being bullied and just being made to be this vessel like it, she didn't suffer enough you know yeah. we just have to enter all that edgy shit that was in the 2000s that we were obsessed with this movie is just like full of women that are just like tormented for no reason like the nurse who gets fucked up because she like peers in and looks at Alessa as a burn victim and like we see her later and she's like a really messed up nurse like, See, that, that's which, an exception I'll make because that's a real character in Silent Hill, but also Silent Hill didn't just have female characters in it. Everyone kind of <laughs> suffered a little bit, well, so I think we're going to take exception here a little bit. Well, and they don't do anything with it in the movie. They just, like, no. show it to you, basically. No. Uh, she's just, like, brought up so they can show it to you and be like, look at this, and then leave. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, it is uh, full of female suffering, in a needless way. Yeah, it's... Which uh, also checks out, I think, with the other movie <laughs> we've seen from this man. Yeah, that movie is uh, also full of that. Yeah. Um, but at least that movie was, like, fun. In a way. This movie was, like, not very fun. No. Um, should we should we get into our, our ratings? Yeah, yeah, let's just go ahead and do it. Okay, so number one is the spookiness rating, how good are the scares, and sort of the selling of the visual effects. Uh, what would you give it? I'd give it a two, just because um, this does have a lot of practical effects in it. I will give it that. There are a lot of really cool practical effects in this, like um, the lying figure suit. That's actually a guy in a suit, even though it totally looks like it CGI. It does look CG. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently they had to put like his air tube like down his leg. <laughs> I think that stuff is really, really cool. I think those effects are really cool. I just hate that they're used this way. And I can't really be scared by it because I'm obsessed with thinking about how much I'd rather play the games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, too. I think I'd also give it a two. I think technically, in terms of like what's on screen, a lot of it's pretty good. Um, but in terms of like what it means in context of the story and how well it's like sold, I don't think is very good. I don't um, think a lot of the CGI has aged very well. That being said, no, the, it, it does look like a PS2 tech demo sometimes. And like when the bugs show up, like it's, oh my god, it looks like the Mummy too. It does legitimately. Yeah. Um. And, you know, like, I don't like the Pyramid Heads in this movie, but there's a reason this is, like, the iconic version of what Pyramid Head looks like. Oh, yeah. Like. Without this one, the caked-up Dead by Daylight Pyramid Head <laughs> wouldn't exist. So, I guess there's that. I mean, I do think it's, like, visually pretty cool to look at. So, I think I have to give it at least a two for that. Okay, yeah. Um, next up is watchability. How easy is it to just kind of throw the movie on and have a good time? Uh, what would you give it? I think this is also a two. Yeah. I think it... I think the first half is okay as a fan, but then it falls off drastically when the little girl starts talking. Yeah, I think that's um, kind of a big issue. I think the like lore dumpification at the end oh, is like so bad. pretty bad. I think, but for the first like, um, you know, it's a two-hour movie. For the first like 
hour or so yeah i would say it's like a pretty solid watchable film and then the ending is kind of like i turn off a little bit yeah um so yeah i like two for watchability and then last is the vincent price vamp rating the campiness and overall performances what would you give it i'm so torn about this because there is a lot of crazy shit happening and there are some really funny <laughs> line deliveries but also i feel like it's the opposite of camp it's just too self-serious yeah i think th- it's got to be like a two yeah i think i would give this a two also um my my problem with the delivery in this movie is there's not a lot of personality behind any of it no there are now that you mention it there aren't really characters in this movie <laughs> yeah like Aside from the parents, like, wanting to find their kid, uh, there's not really anything going on uh, emotionally no. for you to latch onto. Every, every character is basically one note, one trait. Like, we look at Sybil, for example, like, none of her actions in the beginning of the movie really make sense other than, like, she's a cop. And then she kind of just becomes, like... Oh, those West Virginia cops will chase you down for a speeding ticket. Don't get me wrong. Well, but... sh- sure, but, like, it doesn't... Her concern over, like, this this thing isn't really sold to me other than, like, one line of dialogue about how, like, there was this murder in the town, so she's worried about it. Um, yeah, that seems just like a one-off line to justify how annoying she is. And then she just, like, fully becomes, like, on Rose's side for the back half of the movie and, like, sacrifices her to save Rose. And, like, I don't get why. Uh, like, suddenly she's like, oh, we gotta save the kid and is just, like, a noble character all of a sudden. Uh, and it's just really strange. Uh, Everything changes when the pyramid head starts coming. <laughs> <laughs> and like Dahlia, who's a pretty big character in Silent Hill One, uh, basically has her character like torn in half in this movie. Uh, oh yeah, I, I didn't even get into that. Like how this movie says that like Alyssa's mom was like the righteous one the entire time, which is. She is the one who burned her daughter in the games, number one. Yeah, um, it's very weird. They, like, almost split her character down the middle and leave behind this, like, sad, lonely, like, Grizabella character. Oh, she is she is Grizabella, the glamour cat. Yeah. Um, 100%. And it's just, like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really do anything for me. Um... So yeah, so our score is a 6 out of 15, both of us, for this one. Uh, Alright, here I think is... I, I watched I'm this, giving you that look. So I watched this movie, uh, and I immediately went to Letterboxd to uh, rate it, and I gave, and I looked... When I opened up Letterboxd, I immediately saw your score for this movie. Oh yeah? And tell them, tell them what So I'm... I went to Letterboxd to give this movie a 2. Uh-huh. I feel good about that. I think that's the accurate rating. Yeah, Opal's, Opal's rating for this movie is 0.5. It's a matter of principle. <laughs> I respect it. I have to respect it. I think 6 out of 15 is a little more accurate. I think No, no. Reading about it, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> a little bit more of the facts of the movie and actually kind of liked the first half of it a little bit, but it's a matter of principle. <laughs> I mean, as a, I don't think I'll be changing it. As a fan of Silent Hill, I could definitely see why you're like disappointed in this movie. Um, okay, but I, I was reading online about the next one, the sequel, right? Which is apparently based on Silent Hill Three, mm-hmm. and it has Malcolm McDowell and Kit Harrington in it. Huh? I'm a 
little bit intrigued. Huh? I'm a little bit intrigued by it because Silent Hill 3 is about following the kid after the events of Silent Hill 1. So that kind of fits a little bit. So I'm I'm a little bit intrigued. All right, I have a question for you. It's going to be disappointing if I watch it. I know that already. So Christoph Gans is rumored to want to direct a Silent Hill 3 and also a Fatal Frame movie. Oh, he wants to make another another Silent Hill movie, but also, yeah, I did read that he wanted to do Fatal Frame, and I'm going to stop him with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> and this man wants to take away everything I love. I'm so mad. Uh, okay, I was curious to see your feelings on that one. <laughs> my feeling is no. <laughs> Bonus points. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw a point in for Pyramid Head, sure. He gets a five from me. Good for you. If I'm, listen, if I'm, this is the one. I've found the one. <laughs> I'm not going to give any other points to anyone ever if I don't give Pyramid Head a five. Okay. Th- this iteration with his, like, big arms. Respect. Yeah. I'm fine with it. All right, sure. He can rip off my skin. <laughs> All right. Um. Does that mean it's time? Oh, shit. <laughs> sack what if i don't want to you have to it's part of the (laughs) shtick it's part of the bit this is the movie sack this is the part where we pick the movie for next week opal you prepare the sack you put uh little slips of paper with movie names on them in here little treats in the sack little surprises for me (laughs) that makes it sound like a shit in the sack (laughs) (laughs) and then i pick the movie at random i've selected the movie okay before i before i look is this going to be a good movie or a bad movie? Uh, do you trust me? <laughs> <laughs> I trust you, I trust you. Oh, by the way, we have to say, we gave this a 6 out of 15. Uh, the Happening was a 5, right? Yeah. So, hold up. It held up. Your prediction that we would like this more than The Happening. It's got points. <laughs> it's got points to earn. Alright. But for next week, we're watching Banshee Chapter. Ooh. I, Interesting. Uh, we I accidentally put in too many found footage ones, but I think this will be interesting. So I've heard of this one. This yeah. is the 2013 uh, Blair Erickson movie. Uh, I don't know. I'm interested. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. All right. I've only seen this once, but I remember it being fun. Uh, it's a very gifable movie. This is one where uh, we used to, when we wanted to pick like a horror movie that you'd seen before, we would just open up your like 400 movie horror <laughs> list and scroll down. And we would always scroll by Banshee chapter and I'd be like, what about that one? And you'd be like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, now's the right time. <laughs> so now we're finally going to get to watch it. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about number stations. <laughs> okay, I'm for it. I'll, I'll do a little bit of that. It's relevant. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Opal, good episode of the podcast. Yeah, we, we're they're getting longer and longer, <laughs> just like the days. <laughs> just, just like the uh, number for the thermostat because it's a hundred oh, fucking Jesus degrees. Christ. It was a hundred and eight today. Supposedly, that's what that's. I what was my, cozy in my apartment. That's what my phone says. I had to go outside a little bit. 
Uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for us today. Opal, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm at opal.card.co if you want to find, like, my socials or my Twitter and my Tumblr and whatever. If you want to, like, bitch at me about Silent Hill opinions, 4 still isn't good, by the way. Everyone's <laughs> revising history and saying that 4 is a good one with the first 3. I don't agree. Uh... <laughs> and the, the podcast has a Twitter at scarypair. You can also send hate that way. I still stand by all my opinions. You're never going to change my mind. <laughs> you don't have to be so defensive. Are people coming for you? No. For your opinions? Never. Good. Um, <laughs> I'm putrid underscore imp on Twitter. You can also find my other podcast at Level With You. Uh, that's a World of Warcraft book club with my friend Austin. He's never played an MMO before. Uh, that's going to do it. That's it. That's it. Bye, everyone. (laughs) I flew away. You flew. (laughs) Away.